Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Our readings from the Gospels these last few Sundays have been a tour through the Gospel of John, famous narrative after narrative after narrative about the life of our Lord. And today is, of course, no different. The story of Jesus raising The other three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, do not have the story of the resurrection of Lazarus, which is quite amazing, a story of this magnitude not making the list in the other Gospels. You would think it would be in all four Gospels, and of course there are all kinds of scholarly reasons and academic theories, but now is not the time to get into all of that. Nevertheless, it is our reading for today and a good one to think and meditate on before next Sunday, being Palm Sunday, and then we walk into Holy Week. Have you ever been in a place where people don't seem to be in a hurry? Perhaps when you need to drive somewhere quickly, the person driving in front of you seems to be on a wonderful, lazy drive as they coast 10 miles under the speed limit. It's frustrating as this is, they apparently are not on your time. I remember when Tara and I traveled to France in the early 2000s and, you know, eating over in, in, a, in France and the French culture, eating there is an event. No one is in a hurry. So you wait in your seat for the check. Just relax. Wait. It's different. Time is just different. I recently read a story about a visitor to a small West African town um, traveling with his American pastor who made sure to arrive on time for a 10 a.m. service on a Sunday morning. And inside that humble sanctuary, however, he found the room absolutely empty. So he waited one hour, two hours, and finally about 12.30 p.m. when the local pastor arrived after his long walk there, followed by some choir members and a gathering of friendly town people. The service began in the fullness of time. As the American pastor later said, the Spirit welcomed us and God wasn't late. The pastor understood the culture was different for its own good reasons. You know, time seems relative. Not every culture and person thinks of time the same. But God's timing is perfect, and it is affirmed throughout the scriptures. St. Peter wrote in his second letter, But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. St. David wrote in his Psalm 31, My times are in your hands. You know, God's timing was perfect when he rescued Isaac from the knife of Abraham. God's timing was perfect when he rescued the people of Israel as Moses led them out of Egypt. God's timing was perfect when Joshua marched around the wall of Jericho. 
God's timing was perfect when he had David anointed as the new king of Israel. God's timing was perfect with leading Esther to take courage before the king to save her people. And on and on and on throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, God's timing is perfect. God's timing was perfect when Jesus Christ came into this world to save sinners. Even the timing of his death on the cross and his resurrection came at the perfect time. And the timing of Jesus to arrive at the grave of his friend Lazarus was in just the right time. But oh, Mary and Martha didn't see it. No, the others there didn't think so. Jesus was late. And they wanted to tell him. Thus, after Lazarus got sick and died, Jesus arrived four days later. And Lazarus' sisters asking why, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. In other words, they were saying, Jesus, your timing was off. You were late. But Jesus walked in the perfection of God's timing. This part of the story reminds me, this part of the story of the timing of Jesus reminds me of Director Peter Jackson's movie version of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. The wizard Gandalf is accused of being late to a party by Frodo Baggins, the Hobbit. You're late, he said, and the wizard replies, A wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. It's a great movie line. However, Jesus is way more than a wizard. He is the Son of God and walks in God's perfect timing. We may think the same, wondering why God doesn't hurry to fix our problems. God, if you would have done this, then I wouldn't be in this disaster now. God, if you would have shown up here, I wouldn't be in this mess. God, if you would have come here, this would have, not, this would have turned out differently. And it all sounds a lot like, well, Mary and Martha. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. We are actually called to wait. It is better instead to wait by faith for his answers and power. As theologian Howard Thurman wrote, We wait, our Father, until at last something of thy strength becomes our strength, something of thy heart becomes our heart, something of thy forgiveness becomes our forgiveness. We wait, O oh God. And then, as with Lazarus, when God responds, we are miraculously blessed by God and his timing, realizing, after all, it wasn't actually a delay. You've probably heard, timing is everything, but it really should be God's timing is everything. We can work and operate on our own timing, our own planning, our own purposes, but God will work things toward his purpose. And that might not line up with our own will and timing and planning. As the prophet Isaiah wrote, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. We're called to trust, not control. We're called to believe, not to exert our power, make it happen. And that gets to the main emphasis of our text today. Belief. Trust. <coughs> Jesus told Martha that her brother Lazarus would rise again. 
And then Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And she said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. And that's the same question that Jesus asks us today. I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Do you? Despite all the troubles in this world, despite all the things that don't happen in our timing, in our timing, despite the fact that Jesus said these words almost 2,000 years ago, and he promised to return, and yet, here we are. Has it been too long? Is his timing off? And yet the question persists. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.